Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another movie review. Moonfall, a disaster movie that is quite a disaster plot-wise, but it is one of those disaster films that I quite, that I am quite fond of, despite not being very good. And this one was certainly <laughs> certainly a doozy. Definitely involves some friends, science, hypo theory, hypothetical. <laughs> Seriously crazy type of uh rabbit hole production idealism but it it was entertaining you know something to put on the 4k and and some shots they're really really great to watch because as i stated i'm fond of disaster movies so they've never been pretty solid on the plot but it was all about the the destruction and seeing some really cool awesome amazing cinematography or absurdness and i think that this movie brought that it is of course co-written directed and produced by roland emmerich who is or emmerich i guess emmerich who is uh is very familiar in this genre as he has done uh what what i didn't know he was the country's 15th highest grossing director of all time no wonder he can come up and do whatever the fuck he wants <laughs> but we know him from independence day stargate universal soldier godzilla the day after tomorrow 10,000 bc which was an absolute flop but it did star Stephen Strait. <laughs> so if you're a Stephen Strait fan and want to see him all buffed up, you can go see that movie. I don't remember hating that movie. I just don't recall it being too much of a, a success. But there's 2012 White House Down. All of this is uh, up his sleeve. And he does it quite well. And look, some people like Lifetime movies. Some people like sci-fi shit that they produce. And there's just, there is a market for some of these niche type of films that sometimes don't do so well at the box office because this one became one of the largest box office bombs of all time only grossing 67 million dollars worldwide <laughs> and received mixed to negative reviews from critics let's get into who it was co-written by give them credit so they can also take the blame in this harold closer or closer spencer cohen uh, Harold also produced this movie. Cinematography by Robert or Robbie Baumgartner. Edited by Adam Wolf and Ryan Steven 
Harris, music by Thomas Wander and Harold Closer. Once again, a whole shit ton of production companies were involved. It was released January 31st of 2022, which is certainly not a great time for anyone to sit in a theater watching a disaster when all you have to do, particularly in some countries, is go outside. That was the feeling for a lot of other really good TV shows like um, one of my favorite, Utopia on Prime Video. You know, it's just bad timing. Great show. Great show. Just not the time people want to hear about viruses <laughs> and rigged vaccinations. The budget for this movie was 138 to 146 million. Box office 67.3, as we stated earlier. I don't know. That doesn't seem like the worst. I feel as if they made almost half back at the box office and then you don't count the DVD sales. Then you put this shit on HBO Max and a whole bunch of more people will actually watch it because we all know that the thirst be real scrolling through the options that one has. Like you just start going down rabbit holes (laughs) looking for content because there's uh, uh, over abundance of it on Netflix and Hulu and Prime Video uh, and so on and so forth and the networks just keep coming with their own type of shows so everyone's trying to get in on the cake in some capacity so I'd say they probably got close I mean they didn't recoup or make any money on it but I guess that's the that's the biggest but Considering what he's made before, this ain't that, this ain't hurting him. (laughs) Let's talk about our cast. Halle Berry as Jocinda, Joe Fowler, some first name I just cannot, as a concept, agree to for anyone. (laughs) It was called Jocinda. I've never ran into one person called Jocinda, and I've ran into a lot of weird folks. A former NASA astronaut now serving as deputy director of NASA. Uh, Patrick Wilson as Brian Harper, a disgraced former NASA. Why can't I find words today? NASA astronaut and Joe's colleague. And love interest if, you know, it wasn't COVID. (laughs) These actors were not getting more than six feet distance away from each other (laughs) john bradley as casey hausman the lovable slightly neurotic person that had one theory come true and somehow made it onto a spaceship into outer space with nobody asking what the fuck is those pills that you are taking is this some radical new therapy michael pina as tom lopez Charlie Plummer as Sonny Harper, Kelly Yu as Michelle, a Chinese foreign exchange student. Sonny was Brian and Brenda's son. Donald Sutherland as Holdenfield. (laughs) One scene in the movie. I don't know why I'm still laughing about. 
about it. It was so stupid. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, M. Iguacor as General Doug Davison, uh, United States Air Force four-star general, and apparently the chief of staff of the United States Air Force. I really, really don't have... Where I had to get Loopsy to get through this two-hour fucking film. Why? Why did you need to make this so long? That is my first complaint, sir. This is an hour 30 max. We don't waste time. We all know what the fuck we, <laughs> we showed up for. Stop playing. This went on way too long. Uh, Maxim Roy as Gabriella Auclair. Someone that I think, oh, she was the military captain. Frank Shorpion as General Jenkins. I'm guessing that's the white man that was talking to Doug Davison like, you've condemned us all, man. Stephen Bogaret as Albert Hutchins. He was hilarious. Andreas Apergus as Lieutenant Colonel Reed and Kathleen as Elaine Houseman. I felt the need to give all of these names credit because they needed it for their contributions <laughs> to all the flaws in this film. <laughs> oh, oh my. Um, we might as well just jump into it. We'll talk about the the critic critical response, what they had to say about it. I know that it's really hard for films to have been done in the pandemic. I do not take those things not into any consideration because I do know that that is probably one of the most stressful times, especially if you had something planned, you know, you can't just shut down and forget about it. You got to. You got to keep working. Everyone needs a paycheck. Everyone's got to pay their mortgage. However, however, this could have been something stupid and a perfect antidote to all of that. It's just about timing, right? Because Barbarian came out and it too was not very good. However, it had a high critical response to it and it's just I don't know maybe it's because everybody was starting to celebrate incest in a way that people felt uncomfortable so that hit on a whole bunch of notes that felt right I don't know (laughs) maybe a lot of people had fears about airbnbs and it was realized with that film I'm not sure what it was but it worked it's the same thing with Run, or the one I just watched, uh, Run, Girl, Run, or something to that effect, Run, Sweetheart, Run, where the critical response is hilarious when I checked it out afterwards doing my review, is that some people really thought it was a pretty superb film. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I expected it to be far on the lesser like side than, than it was. So I could see how this was in the tone of it was all spinning the dice because it could have worked, but unfortunately it didn't. We'll talk about 
the plot last let's talk about some of the the cinematography scenes i think the the scenes in space work the best because the ones on earth were very poorly digitalized in like when brian was riding his motorcycle and (laughs) it's supposed to be the background it looked like he was in a a live action game it was really noticeable quite a few scenes like that in the spaceship those were very noticeable uh as not quite as pristine but then when they got to the moon stuff that was pretty good the first wave was pretty decent as well like i I like seeing water (laughs) uh overtake a a tsunami overtake a city even though a lot of people didn't think it was like the 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 what word am i looking for urgency and the film was missing absolutely absent it is what it is it is what it is i'm all for people at the highest level don't panic keep a cool head manage shit but i don't know how anyone could hear the moon is out of orbit and in less than 24 to 48 hours we'll all be dead maybe the people in charge that are still trying to problem solve are more focused on the the solution than they are on the problem but the regular folks like tom (laughs) like brenda like the children should be having a lot more panic and despair in their voice. Now, I know many of you may be discouraged by the fact that 2,000 people have died so far. What? 2,000 people are dead? It hasn't even been a month yet! Oh my god! We really are fucked! Let's talk about the acting since we're on that subject matter. Everyone was pretty much tuning it or dialing it in. And that's that's to be expected i think hallie tried to put in some genuine emotions when she was saying goodbye to her son but it felt so disproportionate to everything else in which she would be considering her son that it didn't it didn't do what it needed to so there was no emotional stakes in this movie for me even with casey's character because i was still bamboozled by how no one brought up the fact that this man is clearly on medication and everyone's giving him credit for shit that might even not necessarily give him credit for at least the first like i noticed that the moon was out of orbit yeah but you're doing that by illegally (laughs) going into a college professor's office breaking into his laptop and impersonating a janitor so that you can get classified information (laughs) (laughs) that would have been transmitted and was transmitted to the people that needed to know and what would seem real time it just seemed it just you you put it on social media first the whole construct of how he got there was a bunch of bullshit so that was that but there was a lot of familial support i suppose between two families 
uh, from two people that clearly were the the main couple, if you will, and how sometimes you can have a thing with someone, but it's not the right timing. And then years later, when you both are divorced, <laughs> and it's the end of the world, and you're... <laughs> I don't know. It felt like Halle Berry's character, Joe, was a much better mother. And it was the father that was less involved. And on the other scenario, he was the father in that. It's always the fucking father, isn't it? I'm not saying there aren't shitty mothers out there because Lord, I know there are. But the men just make it a fucking habit of not being fathers. How you ain't got no words for your son, but you can mentor a fucking 28 year old man (laughs) between 28 and 36. I don't know how old Casey was supposed to be. He walked around calling himself a doctor, but ain't nobody asked to see his credentials. Explain to me. Explain to me. I suppose we should just get up into the into the plot. So it all starts with the Apollo 11, then Apollo 12, and then 2011. (laughs) When Brian, Joe, and Marcus are on a space shuttle mission to repair a satellite. I mean, it's so fucking obvious that I'm fucked up. And (laughs) I'm not sorry. A... I did like the the look, the feel, and the vibe, and the sound that the that the swarm of alien technology made. I thought that was the most impressive bit of terror that the movie actually brought. And that kills Marcus. Well, he's knocked far away, and he doesn't stop spinning. And fortunate for Brian, he was still attached to the spaceship. And so he goes round and round in circles and holds on for dear life without projectile vomiting because that's exactly what I would be doing the entire time Joe is knocked unconscious. His work wife, professed work wife, she just got married and chose to spend her honeymoon in space. And that more than anything is an indicator. (laughs) Oh, how much you value your marriage. If you want to play someone's work wife more so than playing someone's real wife, then <laughs> then we do have a problem. And it's called, I just need you around to fuck me and give me my baby. <laughs> and considering Halle Berry's personal life. I'm a thought. I'll own it. I'm not ashamed. But alas, things go horribly wrong. The ship is crippled. Marcus has floated away and never to be recovered. He's like, he's my friend. It didn't seem like y'all was that friendly. I don't think you exchanged more than two words. (laughs) And then he somehow uh, gets the space shuttle back down to Earth. Because he tells an unconscious Joe that he's going to get her home. Ten years later, after he has been disgraced, Toadie's crazy. She's like, I can't back you. I was fucking unconscious. And they're asking me questions that I can only say the answer is yes. 
Okay. This isn't betrayal. The, I can't say if they're telling me yes or no, if it's possible. Yeah, I got to say it's possible because it is. Casey discovers that the earth has moved orbit. He then goes into his job. <laughs> I thought this was, fu- was funny because at the window, the lady's like, I would like a pastrami madness. I need to know the sauces. Barbecue, honey, mustard, ranch. What the fuck? What was that last one? <laughs> his boss judging. What? Talk about I will write you up if you seven minutes late. Okay. Can you not just fire him and stop wasting all of our time? To my, I cannot take my 10 and I just got here and I'm on my phone at the drive-thru. <laughs> he said, I have news that will change the entire world. Patch me through the NASA now. That lady said, honey, I sell t-shirts and toys. I can patch you through the customer service. Ain't nobody got time for that. The only thing about that scene that was not realistic was that she wasn't black. <laughs> But then again, the oh honey, that give that 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 is accurate. I understand how a restraining order works. Apparently not. Not what would Elon do? Between that and Fuzz Aldrin, I was like, too much, way too much. You can't get rid of me, bitch. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going no fucking where. His character became every meme from the last five years on twitter uh then we touch base with with what's his face (laughs) hold on names are names are hard to recall (laughs) with brian he is of course a deadbeat dad it's he loves his son but they've managed not to be in touch he uh he is arrested <laughs> on television. Talk about turn on the news. Why? What am I watching? Your son. <laughs> that is <laughs> That is not how I would have given that news. I'm like, so I'ma need you to watch my kids while I go murder our child. <laughs> My husband, Tom, is going to drive me to the police station. I need you to do me this salad because I'm telling you right now, I'm going to kill him. But uh, yeah, he's very disappointed to see why Sonny all of a sudden decided to become a criminal just because his dad was disgraced (laughs) by NASA. Who the fuck is following NASA news? Who would know? Who would know except your preppy ass motherfucking friends and you're moving to Jersey anyway. And it's a good thing because now you have a bomb ass house with a stepfather who has bomb ass money and isn't getting eviction notices. Who gets more than one eviction notice? I think after the first one, you don't need to keep reminding them that they are supposed to vacate. After you don't vacate within that time frame, we will vacate you ourselves get the fuck out my house he goes to court and somehow acts like he doesn't know how to be in court no one just just sits in the pulpit yelling up at the judge talking about that's my son (laughs) what (laughs) you sit there you shut the fuck up why don't you just call him as a 
character witness. This is about bail anyway. And the first thing you definitely don't need to say lawyer is money is not an option because of course he's a fucking flight risk that black judge just was not having it anyway he's like all i smell is white privilege and so he's gonna spend the weekend in jail because maybe that will scare straight this little boy which is what he really needs he needs a whooping (laughs) okay (laughs) someone a long time ago should have been smacking that ass because what happened to you is not life altering (laughs) sorry not sorry uh he goes to jail he tries to bribe the judge in front uh, in the courthouse and goes i just want to save my son denied he gonna say money's not an option when you got an attorney that clearly got more money than you the two exes or the two men in this child's life both can't stand each other as we have several conversations held over the smartphone. <laughs> Tom owns a whole bunch of car dealerships. And this whole thing is not interesting. Moving over to to other homegirl's side. She's divorced, living in a bomb ass house. <laughs> She got a foreign exchange student as a living nanny. Her son looked like he's living his best life. Being taken care of. His daddy works at the fucking military. Life is going good for him. (laughs) She is told after she's called in that the moon has moved. She calls her boss. They send up a, uh, a team. They could just get someone up on the moon in one day. Sure, why not? And when they get up there, they're like, what the fuck is this hole doing here? Because we didn't put it here. And then the next thing we know, we see the the alien technology killing the three astronauts. And it was pretty brutal. And no one looked at all horrified. Oh, no. Oh, no. Joe was very nonchalantly just like, oh man, everything we ever knew, we don't know anymore. We're so not prepared for this. And her boss just walked out the room like, honey, pack your shit, get the kids together. What are you doing? You can't just give up. You always wanted my job. Guess what? Now you can have it. Fuck this shit. I quit. Later, bitch. Get fucked. Do you know how hard my eyes roll when she said I work for the American people? They don't give a fuck about you. They out there raiding. Talk about it's the end of the world. We don't even need this, that, the other thing. You don't need money. It's going to be toilet paper tomorrow. Like, damn. So quickly, they drop. No, I don't think so. Somebody's stashing some cash. You know all the billionaires are. They're going to be on a plane straight to their fucking islands. And whoever else can get a plus one can meet them there. And you best believe it's going to be a high ass entry fee. None of us is going to afford. None of us. That's what rich people do. You know, they just spend their time thinking about how the fuck they're going to avoid the fate that really is not unavoidable. Because even if you avoid it at that moment, (laughs) but I also understand not wanting to die in a ball of fire with a whole bunch of people you don't know around you but that also might be a kumbaya moment where we all just come together and hug each other and face it strong and with our chin up 
to some guy that's clearly in a storage facility <laughs> and I do mean rent by the the 24-hour storage facility where <laughs> Donald Sutherland has one scene which is he's holding field <laughs> he's got the whole story he's uh cleaning a weapon with one bullet because he's got a date with destiny <laughs> This is so stupid. He came out in this fucking wheelchair and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Let me tell you about all of it. We found shit. Everybody uh, covered it up except for Brian. Brian's a true man. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can still help. No, actually, I cannot. I've done all I can do. Her husband's like, look, bitch, I worked this hard for these connections. You better take your ass to Colorado <laughs> where I could keep our family safe. And I'm not, I didn't even think he was wrong. The way she kept that kid just hanging around, like put him on a damn plane with the nanny and get him to safety while you try to figure out how you want to save the planet. Cause first she's like, we can't figure it out. Then they're like, yeah, we can't figure it out. And then she's like, I need you. Cause that was the other stupid scene where, where brian goes to find because first casey goes to his teaching like gig i don't know how you disgrace astronaut but you can get talking gigs so uh yeah he tells a whole bunch of kids a whole bunch of sh shit they shouldn't know and they are left too long with a stranger before security is even alerted <laughs> Brian shows up smelling like last night and he didn't even put a deodorant on nothing and uh he's told about what's happening so then when he finds out what is ha happening that that dude was right when it gets all out on social media he's like tell no one everyone shut your damn mouths it's trending on twitter I don't know who works on a busting mustang while everyone around the world is going insane including cults that seem to rise up out of no fucking where leaving your keys and anything inviting someone to steal them i don't know why we even needed the close up shot when you were just going to drown the fucking motorcycle <laughs> he hears what casey has to say and still doesn't believe him thinks that he's crazy but then when he's asked then why did you come here he says i know what it's like for no one to believe you so i'll listen to your explanation only to concur that i don't believe you what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul then Joe shows up with some helicopters and they're like, we need you because you're the only person ever that could fly a spacecraft. She just literally said, I want to come get my old fling because it's the end of the world and maybe this can be the adventure. We need to get our friendship back on track now that I find out he wasn't a crazy person. After seeing his footage of the event that the, the people from NASA took away from him, 
And even in space, she's like, I totally actually didn't know if you could pull this off when I when I chose you for this, Brian. <laughs> Absolutely no faith. And his response is, yeah, I did look up the lyrics to Africa. You were right. Ooh, nobody gives a shit. They missed me with all these terms of Dyson sphere white dwarf i did know carl sagan i was like ah i know that guy i know that guy listened to about for 14 minutes i was like yeah yeah my brain's not prepared to digest any of this i am not of the mindset (laughs) the aliens (laughs) i think there is a need a general need within society or humans, particularly some humans, because I think others are not quite, well, I can't say that because religion is such a prevalent thing still, right? So they're in the same category, whether they would like to believe it or not, but they kind of are because they're searching for this higher power or otherworldly type of thing to explain our existence in the universe, because they can't possibly conceive of it just happened when life gives you lemons you squeeze them like some titties bitch everything doesn't need to be your your uh or have an explanation or such a a story that's so bombastic but then again there's the idea that you know one guy was like yeah let there be light there was some light and he was like, let there be man. And he took a rib, and made a woman. And he was in this garden. And then they ate from the tree that he said, do not eat from. And then from there, a lot of incest happened and the world populated. <laughs> I mean, you know, so I think the the desire for a a good origin story is a very human one for a lot of people for differing reasons. And while one has been far more successful than the others, the one of Christianity, uh, or, you know, there's Islam, which is, I think, the oldest religion in the world. There are new competing ones that that feel they have the answer and it involves aliens and dwarf stars and Dyson spheres and mega structures. That is also the moon because the moon is hollow. And that's where we go. We go to the moon. I cannot believe that there was two adolescents and a child in the backseat of that fucking military van and no one else even though she told everybody to go home. I'm going to skip that whole part because that could have actually been cut out the damn movie. I didn't need any of that. We lost the thruster. Didn't need it. But they let their children just go off by themselves. <laughs> you should have had them on the plane with the strangers. Why did you need to have your kids still around? Because they needed to have an adventure story on their own. No, they could just be somewhere safe. We have enough going on in space. Thank you much. But alas, we get the kid adventure, which ends up with the kids being hijacked by these three people that somehow, no way, ended up in the same place 
they were later on and then continued to chase throughout the rest of this movie. <laughs> because at the end of the world, personal vengeance is uh, is certainly outweighing everything else. Like, let me just take the shit that I did get and keep it moving. Get to a safe place. No, we need those oxygen tanks. You couldn't have thought of anywhere else to get oxygen tanks in in Aspen fucking Colorado. Okay. <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. That whole scenario sequence with the kids. I didn't like any of it. Not one bit of it. Tom died for his daughter because, you know, that needed to happen. There need to be stakes in this movie. Uh, Joe's ex-husband, he died uh, not doing nukes because why not? Like, I, I'm going to believe in her because my kid is on the phone as... Uh, <laughs> As calmly as you can be. Don't worry, Daddy. Mommy will figure it out. Uh-huh, honey. I will say that kid managed to not be the annoying kid in every movie because he was a fucking G. He just got held at gunpoint. And he was like, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. He didn't ask for his mama once. <laughs> I love they made sure to put him on the fucking phone every time. Like, we don't know this motherfucker. <laughs> We're actually the ones being saved by the black people's connections. <laughs> versus the other way around uh what's happening in space they get in space this that, that's the weird scene too they go stop on the bridge a wave is coming and they're like well let me watch the wave come at me as we watch her parents get away and then oh shit there's no way you would have outran that wave uh all of the boats yeah, that was great being thrown around, tossed around the city. The, the the most idiotic is at the end when when the the foreign exchange student saves Sonny and he <laughs> they just happened to get into the mouth of the cave. It's so stupid. So not great. Um but in space they have a moment where they're almost attacked. Their spaceship gets fucked up. Uh, there's a moment in which, for some reason, like, would in space our iPhones really work? Would they truly? Would you be taking photos? Wouldn't you think that would fuck with the the equipment on board? Um, they 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 survives the attack by turning off all the electronic stuff. But he's like, I'm going in. We're going in. I'm like, why can't you just go in and we stay here? But it's a good thing because the Endeavor gets smashed by parts breaking off from the moon. So they go inside and it's exactly as Casey said. It's the, the mega structure. And yeah, like I'm running out of energy to even want to talk further on the rest of this movie. But somehow, no way the <laughs> the mega structure is their ancestors or our ancestors that created ai but then they did a uh, rise in the machine shit they destroyed all of the other places that were capable of making life 
and it found earth and it was the perfect place in the galaxy and so on and so forth and somehow all, all the people in the universe uh a deadbeat dad called brian harper is chosen to be the one so then he starts doing the spaceship like he's neo in the fucking ring and plans to kill himself to do the emp but the person that doesn't have a family decides to rightfully kill himself instead which is great because he always wanted to be some and he's out of medication they also scanned his consciousness before he died so now he's in the moon's operating system and now he's one of them and they're going to report repair the the planet and yay and the other two people they somehow because she's now saves him and returns the favor i'm gonna get you home and then they look at each other like we should have a second chance Uh uh-huh we should totally do so as they reunite with their families that somehow got there very quickly and (laughs) that's the end of the movie she's like yeah i'm a widow brenda got the worst of it she's like i got a fuck up son i'm a widow you came out winning with a whole glistening ass fucking family over here. Some bullshit. <laughs> All those people that thought that they, they didn't have to go to work tomorrow is so pissed off because they probably don't have to go to work. There's a lot of shit that we would have to fix, though. The infrastructure of the planet, like, they're always so happy at the end of these movies, but I'm thinking it's going to be the worst. 15 to 25 years coming up it's the problems are only half fixed okay actually more people probably are going to die from the tsunamis and all of the after effects as the moon corrects itself you know that's going to take some time too unless it just went whoop right back and where it needed to be in the orbit but still that is my review of moonfall ultimately i gave it a 7.4 out of 10 Thought it was something to definitely put on as you're playing Candy Crush or whatever else you like to do with your phone. And occasionally you want to glance up and see something cool. Critical response on the review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes. It received a 36% out of 214 critic reviews. Uh, With an average of 4.4 out of 10, the website's consensus reads, whether Moonfall is so bad it's good or simply bad will depend on your tolerance for B-movie cheese. And I think that's very accurate. But either way, this is an Emmerich disaster thriller through and through. Metacritic, which uses a weighted average, assigned the film a score of 41 out of 10 based on 45 critics indicating mixed or average reviews. Audiences polled by Cinema Score gave the film an average of a C plus on an A plus to F scale, while those of Post Track gave it a 66% positive score, with 49% saying they would definitely recommend it. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair assessment. I think I gave it a fair assessment too. It's got some cheesy humor in there. It's got some genuine laugh out loud moments. Um some really silly ones like what the fuck are you standing waiting for a wave to come at you casey uh the 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 fact that they just went upstairs and got into robes and then into bed and went to sleep as the world's fucking falling apart <laughs> the guy sitting downstairs smoking pot 
but he was right about one of his theories. Just a lot of silliness in there that makes it entertaining, uh, even if it's nonsensical. So, yeah, I mean, I can't say uh, that's a stupid movie, but you should watch it. Uh, In January 2022, though, Emmerich spoke about the possibility of filming two sequels back to back if the first film was a success. I don't think that that would be an option anymore. If you want to send feedback, blackercouchatgmail.com, or you can leave a comment below. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.